Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Gillian Devlin in for Joan Ash on Live 95. Now, we are joined this morning um, by a County Limerick woman. In 2018, her husband, Jer Kelly's life was turned upside down at the age of 44 when he began experiencing symptoms of what he believed was Parkinson's disease. Uh, Patrice, you're very welcome to the studio this morning. Hi, Gillian. How are you? Uh, Patrice, tell us about how all of this started. So, um, in 2018, at the age of 44, like you said, um, we knew something was wrong. So, having gone to the doctor a few times, he was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. Um, And his medication was working for a while, but... It, it wasn't as effective as it should have been. What kind of symptoms did he have? Um, so very slow movements. Um, you know, like in Parkinson's, they talk about being on and off. So he would get a lot of off times, which would mean he would freeze. He wouldn't be able to speak. You know, he his movements wouldn't be able, he wouldn't be able to move. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about Jer? Like what yeah. was, you know, tell me about your family life and what was life like before this happened? So obviously very active. Um, he worked as a machine operator for a long time in Shannon um, we have four sons and always out and about with the boys um, you know even just to play a game of pool with them on a you know Friday or Saturday that was what they would do um, just a great man busy know. life yeah, yeah busy four, life four yeah. Year, lads yeah, yeah. Um, and so when this started to happen obviously it had a big impact yeah oh complete it, it completely true us um, but with the tablets, we thought, you know, when we got the diagnosis of Parkinson's, you'd say, OK, fair enough. Now you can deal with it because you've accepted it. And now you do it as a family as best as you can. Um, but in 2022, um, in October, he woke up one Saturday morning and he didn't know me or he didn't know his four sons. Um, he woke up and he we were strangers to him. Um, we brought him to UHL, me and my son. That must have been very frightening for, oh, for him and for you. Oh, compl- like he he thought he might have been in a party or something and he woke up, you know, after a few drinks, didn't know because we were strangers to him at the time. Um, and did he recognise his environment? Did he know he was at home? No, he didn't know where he was. So when we went to UHL, they had asked him, you know, what was his name? He could give him his name, but what address was he given? And he was given the address whether he was a child out in Myros. Right. So, um... I was in shock so they admitted him for about two weeks and they were treating him for an infection on the brain at that time um, it was suspected meningitis but they ruled that out after all the tests were coming back clear um, and it was at that time then when they were doing the um, see the CAT scans and all that they realised that he had protein on the brain which is something that relates to MSA which is multiple system atrophy and that's just a rare part of Parkinson. Um so it's basically affects his movements. Um it's gradual going to be gradual damage of the nerve cells in the brain. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. So did, did he recover his memory then? No. So we've been thirty two years together. Um so he never really recovered. He remembered little bits now and again. Um but he doesn't remember us getting married, the kids been born nothing like that has come back to him, you know. So everything had to be explained to him like it was his first time hearing it. He knew nothing about COVID, nothing, not, nothing about lockdowns. Everything was like completely new to him. Um, so it was like 20 years had been wiped oh, from his life? Yeah, completely gone. Just completely, it was like saying it to somebody who didn't know who he was. It was 
the man that we knew, but he didn't know anything about us, our, our family, or anything that happened throughout his life. That's very important, the bit that you said there, he was the man that you knew. So yeah. his personality didn't change. No, I mean, the, the, you know, he obviously is the cheeky smile still in his face. He's still, the crack is there with him. Um, but obviously there was so much missing out of his life. It all had to be re-explained again to him, um, which was very tough at the time to go through uh, so much of our lives together. Showing him old photographs, they told us that well, if we showed him, maybe it would make spark a memory, but there was nothing there. Um, so f- for you, this is like being married... I mean, you're married to the same man, yeah. but I suppose for him, he's married to a stranger, yeah. which is, is the a only, strange experience for you. Yeah, the only thing he felt was, he, he did say to me, he felt like that there was, you know, he he knew that he felt comfortable with me. That's how why he wanted to stay with us, because there okay. was still that feeling of he knew us, you know, in the back of his head somewhere. But... That you were still a good fit. Yeah, that we still yeah. worked, really. Yeah. And the kids, what was their reaction to all of this? Very hard for Yeah, them. so he was... Uh, when he woke up that time, um, I thought he was joking. I thought, like, you know, is he is he joking? And he, he wasn't, obviously. But I was calling our lads in to say, look, come in to, to talk to your dad. Um, and he was introducing himself as Jar Kelly. You know, pleased to meet you. Because he didn't know them. Yeah. Um, but from now, since that time, he's you know obviously had to been able to remember us all now, and we're we've decided that we'll make fresh memories together as a family. So what he doesn't remember is obviously terrible for us that we remember that. But he, you know, it hasn't affected him that way. But we're making new memories with him now. Yeah, that's unbelievable to imagining, trying to imagine what it's like to restart a family like that. It reminds me, there's a movie, First Dates, yeah. you know, with Adam Sandler, where it all seems very kind of out there as it could never happen in real life. But this is almost a similar thing yeah. where everything's been wiped. And then on top of the memory loss, he's also dealing with a lot of other physical symptoms as well. Yeah, so they did the CAT scan, like I said, and they discovered that he had protein on the brain. Um, that's an indication of MSA um, and it's very rare condition but it does it does gradually affect the brain cells in, in him um, it affects his movement um, it affects everyday life like his balance uh, mobility you know uh, digestion mm. um, bladder control these are just to name a little couple of things also his, his speech has deteriorated a lot now um, so he uses an aid now to help him speak. Um, but yeah, he's, you know, it's really taken a big decrease in him. You know, he's physical, not able to do stuff that he would have been able to do a couple of years even back. You know, it's really had to take its toll on him now. Is it an iPad he uses for? Yeah, it's yeah, like the you. iPad that yeah. they, he uses his eyes for, like, you know, to get the the keyboard on, on it and that will speak for him then. And how's his patience with all of that? Because, you know, I, I know myself, I've had small little things happen to me. You break a wrist and, st- and suddenly you can't cook and it can be very frustrating and yeah. it, it can affect your patience. I mean, uh, he, he, he would be a very patient man anyway. Mm. You know, he takes things like fairly good. Um, nothing really swayed him mm. as such like mm. he will always kind of have that smile on his face even though he's gone through all this and with the pain and all that comes with this he would get cramps in his arms 
Mm. So you'd have to lift up his arm to, you know, to get the cramp to be released. That was still, um, you know, he, he, he will just get on with it, really. What's the impact on you like? I mean, obviously, he's it's 24 hour um, now for him to be, you know, minded. But I mean, as a family, we're just getting on with it we, as best we can. It's all new to us. You know, that's why MSA was so new. We had never heard of this before. Um, but you just learn to deal with it as a family and cope as best you can. And can you get all your care locally or do you have to travel to Dublin for specialist care? Yeah, no, his neurology is in, in Limerick. Um, so we are under Dr. Boris in Limerick and that's perfect. Um, but yeah, they've been great, the team out there, you know, um, they've been looking after him really well. Okay. Um, and we're very lucky that way. But obviously he can't work. Was he the main no. breadwinner in the family? Yeah, so he would have been the main breadwinner. Doesn't work anymore and I'm his full-time carer now. Um, so how do you manage with that with four growing boys? Yeah, well, the boys will help, but it is difficult. Um, we have to, you know, still bring them up and down the stairs to the toilet and all, um, which is difficult because, you know, it's it's harder each day for him to get up and down the stairs. Um, but, you know, as as a family, we're, we're coping as best as we can. And as a carer... And obviously, we're we're all going to vote on a referendum fairly soon as well in relation to care. But do you think, in general, that enough has been done for people in your position who are twenty four hours caring for a family member? I mean, we have always tried to look after him. They have offered outside help, but we've always wanted to do things ourselves. I'm sure you know people will always avail of these um, things to be done, but you know, there there could be a lot more, you know, if they realised that, you know, if he was in hospital, it would be all the time with nurses and all. You, uh, uh, The carers do get a lot to have to cope with at home. You have to mm. learn all these new skills that you wouldn't have mm. known. You know, you're like a nurse overnight, basically, you know, with administering all the medication and stuff. All this had to be taught to us, you know. Um, but look, it, you know, we really try to do, mm. do what we can at home, really. And what about the local community in Eskeaton? They've been very good. I mean, I've had neighbours calling just the last few days, just, you know, you know, wishing us well and hoping that, you know, if ever we need to pop in just to get a cup of tea or, you know, five minutes break just to get my headspace back again, just to come into them. You know, they're, they're rallying around at the moment to us. You mentioned that Jer was from Moiras originally. Yeah. What about yourself? Where are so you from? So, Castle Triview originally. Okay, so yeah. you're both city people so city. out of the county. How yeah. long are you out in the county? Uh, we're there 21 years now. Okay, and what yeah. was that adjustment like? It was great. Yeah, yeah. at the time, um, the, we only had one of our sons, so it, we, we raised the other three boys out there, um, and they've no no different now, you know. And I'm just curious, um, have you ever considered, since Jer became ill, um, you know, the difference of the experience of being in a county community or being in a city community? Well, I'm sure if it was in town, it would be easier, you know, to get to appointments and stuff. Um, but, you know, that's where we are now, you know, and that's home now for us. So we'll be, you know, sticking there. And the people around you are, 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 are rallying. They are very good to us. And, and you do have, because obviously this is having a huge impact there is a GoFundMe. Mm. Um, what's that particularly for? That's for something to yeah. to help Jer. So we are trying to get a bathroom downstairs with a walk-in shower for him. And we don't have that downstairs. Or we don't have any toilets downstairs. Um, so going up and down the stairs is difficult to get him up and down. Um, it would make a, the world a difference to us just to have you know him to be able to walk into a shower um go to the shower, go to the toilet, come back out and be able to sit down um, instead of having to go up and down because, 
you know, the steps are even hurting him when he has to go up and down, um, which is difficult for him, you know. Every day it gets that bit more difficult. So I'm trying to get this sorted now so we'll be able to, you know, be able to look after him better, really. Yeah, and all of this stuff at the moment costs a fortune. Yeah. Um, are there grants available? Yeah, so they have been, we have been approved for a grant, um, but the, you know, cost of living has gone up so much that the grant will only cover so much as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so obviously then you have to come up with the rest yourself. If somebody wants to support that GoFundMe, Patrice, yeah. how will they find it on the, the site? Uh, it's under Patrice Kelly. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, fight for Jar with MSA. It's down yeah. it. So the short term future for you, Patrice, just the 24 hour care? Yeah. So we've been told it's life shortening for him, um, mm. but they, they haven't given us a, you know, a specific amount of time because I, I think it's also new to them as well mm. that there isn't really much known about this disease. Um, so we we just take day by day. Day really. by day. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing woman, amazing family. Um, and really you're, you're up against it. Life can change in oh, a matter of moments, can't instantly. it? Instantly. You would never think, you, you know, you just wake up one day and it can all change. And that's what happened to us, really. Okay. Yeah. So, well, look, MSA, multiple system atrophy. Yeah. I'd never heard of it. Yeah. Um, very rare and we had people in this week talking about rare disease and that it's 1 in 17 people in the country have a rare disease and it's always good to raise awareness of it and I'm sure the people of Askeaton will be very proud of you coming in to represent them this morning and uh, to do your bit for Ger and people will support it on the GoFundMe. Patrice Kelly, thanks for joining us on Limerick Today this morning. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today. With Gillian Devlin, in for Joe Nash on Live 95.